Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast has been recorded during Vivite, an event organized by the Alleanza delle Cooperative Italiane, the Alliance of Italian Corps. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Walden. Today's guest is Marco Stenico. Marco is the commercial director of the Terre d'Otrepo Cooperative in Broni. This is in the province of Pavia in the Lombardy region of northwest Italy. Marco, welcome. Hi, thank you very much for the interview. Okay, so what is uh, Otrepo? What does that mean? Otrepo is uh, the meaning of Otrepo is uh, in the other side of the Po. On the other side of the, beyond the Po. And what is yeah. the Po? Po is the, the most important river in, uh, in Italy. It's the, the longest uh, river. Really? And, uh, I yeah. didn't know. I thought the Tiber would be. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a very big. It's well, a very longer. All right. Yeah. Okay. Where does it flow into? The Adriatic or the Adriatic. Yeah. Okay, so in the eastern Adriatic, side of Italy. Yeah. So how big is the... How many members does your cooperative have? Yeah. Our cooperative has uh, about uh, 900 uh, members. And uh, we produce uh, about uh, 50,000 tons of grapes and we produce about uh, 400,000 liters of wine per year. So what are the wines that you're making? Are we talking red, white, sparkling? Red, wine, red, white, uh, sparkling, etc. All uh, the kind of... uh, all the kind of uh, wines of uh, Lombardy. So, okay. so, so the ma- what are the main red wine grapes? Bonarda. Okay, Bonarda. And what, and give me some characteristics of Bonarda. Is it a light-coloured wine, a dark wine, crisp? It is a red wine, mm-hmm. sparkling red wine. Okay. Yes. Do you make a sparkling Bonarda? Yeah. Oh, nice. uh, we produce only sparkling Bonarda. Oh, okay. In the old depot, produce few litres of... Uh, Still, fermo. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. But uh, the the tip the Bonardi is uh, the typical wine in uh, Lombardy. So when you say frizzante, is it like really really fizzy, like a champagne, no, or is it? No, the half uh, frizzy, or it's uh, between uh, the sparkling and the other other kind of, kind of wine. So lightly sparkling. We yeah. say lightly sparkling. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. what would you drink that with a, a Bonarda frizzante? Because it's a red, red wine grape, yes. so it's a red wine that's slightly fizzy. What is a good match for that? Okay. In Italy, we have the tortelloni, ravioli. Okay. In we produce, we, we, we eat ravioli, typical ravioli with uh, brasato, meat, and this Bonarda is perfect for, for this kind of... Uh, Rich. Yeah. Okay. So is Bonarda quite, a, is it quite acidic, Bonarda, or is it a very soft grape? So Acid and... Um, it um, clean very well the, the, the mouth. Very fresh in the mouth. Yeah, it's fresh in the mouth and it's very good for the, for the meat and um, fit fatty food. Okay. It's, it's perfect. So that Bonarda is the, is the main red grape. Yeah. And what about uh, white wine? Any other red grapes? Yes, we, the grapes of Bonarda is the Coratina. Coratina. Yes, and the second kind of, kind of grapes is Pinot Nero or Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. We are, we are very famous for the Pinot Noir and we vinify in white, in red and in rosato, in rosé. So you make it in three ways? Yes. So a white Pinot Noir, when you say a white wine made from Pinot Noir, is there a little bit of colour in there, tiny but bit of... Very, very few red wine, but very few. It's a real white and we produce Metodo Classico, Metodo Champenoise and we are, we are very famous for the Metodo Champenoise or so, Metodo Classico, Italian Metodo Classico. So how long would that stay on lees in bottle then? For 30, 36 months. Three years? Uh, four, four. 
24 to 36. And does it become, how does that taste? Does it taste very creamy or is it has some red fruits to it? Mm, no, it's uh, a little bit acid and uh, the Pinot Noir is the typical uh, wine that you, you don't feel uh, aromatic, uh, big aromatic uh, flavor, but uh, it's uh, not neutral, but uh, not aromatic. Okay, so quite an easy wine to drink. Yeah. In terms of white wine, what have you got for white wine grapes? Okay, we have a Riesling, we have a big quantities of a Riesling. So you're basically taking the best grape from France, Pinot Nero, yeah. and the best one from, from Germany, Riesling. <laughs> yes, but it's really... Do you make Tempranillo Ote, as well? Ote Popa Vise is not famous, but we produce wines from uh, 20,000 years ago. Before Trento Doc or before Francia Cota, there were Ote Popa Vese Pinot Noir. There is a company in Ote Popa Vese called La Versa. La Versa is, is the first wine cellar that produced Italian Metro Classico at first of 1900. Yes, it's very famous. And we buy this company. Okay. That's part of your group. Yeah. What makes your terroir so special? You, you talked about the Po River. Is it very low-lying? Are you on the hills? Okay, we have uh, 90, 90% of our production is on the hill, but we produce uh, good wine in the, in the valley too. But uh, the most part of our production is on the hill. So you, get high, you normally get high quality yes. from the hills? The first, the first hill is the Pennino. The Apennines start in Dote Popavese and they go, go in the south of Italy. So what are your soil types? Are they all, are they all formed by rivers or do you have volcanic soil as Volcanics. well? Volcanics. So what have you got? Basalt? Basalt, volcanic and on the, on the hill we have the, the grapes on the hill. So you influenced at all by the ocean, by the, either the Adriatic or by the Tyrrhenian Sea? Or is it a very continental way you are? Do you have an influence from the sea or do you get your influence from the, from the Alps, climatically? We, have, uh, we are in the middle because we are very close to the Alps and we are, we are very close to the Liguria. So that's the Tyrrhenian side of Italy. And the Pianura Padana. So it is, uh, our, our, uh, our territory is in the middle of wind and uh, microclimates. So you're getting everything. You're yes. getting influence from the ocean, from the Mediterranean. Not ocean, but the sea. Oh. You, have the, you have the sea. The, the Adriatic. Yeah, the Adriatic. No. On the other side, Tyrrhenia. Okay, so you get influence from the Tyrrhenian Sea and from the Alps. Alps, yes. Did you get very cool nights? We lose about 15 degrees, 15 degrees night today. So is that why the sparkling wine is such a good place to make sparkling wine? Yes, because we we need acidity. So. The, the difference of the temperature growing up very good, the acidity of the wines. We need the acidity. So what about the Italian market? Is that your biggest market for sales? The, the market in Italy is very difficult. because Why? Because we have 2,000 2000 companies and all produce a lot of wine. The competition is very hard and sometimes it's not all, not all uh, work in the, the right way. So we need the, the other countries uh, to improve uh, our uh, our value. So which which export markets do you think would be successful for? For us, America. Okay. So and any, then, any particular states like New York or California? New York and California and all the all the side east east west. Why? So, why? Because we have a good distributor, but we don't sell a lot of uh, bottles. But we sell very well in the channel of 
restoration and uh, bar and hotel. So these are, are these um, wines by the glass, are these sparkling wines or still wines as well? No, no sparkling, but uh, we sell, it's uh, a typical typical wine of Oltrepo. The name is Sangue di Giuda. Giuda Judas Blood. Okay, Judas is blood. It's a typical sweet and sparkling red wine and uh, and very um, sweety. Sweet sparkling red wine. So, so it's a light, I'm not saying Lambrusco, but in, in that kind of... More sweet. More sweet, sweet than the, the Lambrusco. And the people, the American people, likes this kind of uh, sparkling and sweet. And red. Yeah. And that's made with Bonarda? No, Bonarda is, is not so easy to sell. Uh, which grape variety do you use for the red wine, the sweet red wine then? Cortina, uh, allora, Cortina, you, you, you produce with the Cortina, Bonarda and the Sangue di Giuda. Sangue di Giuda. For the Sangue di Giuda you produce with the thermovinificator to, to improve the sugar in the, in the fermentation. And Bonarda is dry as not as sweet. Uh, Marco Stenico, thanks very much for telling us today about the Terri Doltripo Cooperative and uh, I look forward to tasting some of your um, sparkling wines, both the sweet red sparkling wine yeah. and also the traditional method sparkling wine from Pinot Nero. That sounds uh, very interesting. Thanks very much for, Thank coming, you on, you. Thank thanks you for you. coming on the Italian Hi. Wine Podcast. Thank you thanks a lot. This episode has been brought to you by Vinitali 2018, taking place in Verona from April 15th to 18th. Vinitali is the wine exhibition that helps you discover and get to know Italian wine and features over 4,200 wineries. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.